Yo, it's the kid Travis Lindsay. Uh, I'm no longer doing the Boys Club podcast because my best friend died. Now I'm doing my own podcast. It's called The Church of Common Sense, which was inspired by the Boys Club podcast, where I just talk about things going on in the world today and me trying to understand and figure them out. If you're not into ranting, bitching comedy, that's fine. That's okay. I have a Disney podcast, which comes out bi-weekly, and you can listen to that one. We're Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, all that random shit. You can listen to that one, where I get drunk and I review Disney movies. So if you like rants, go to The Church of Common Sense. If you like fun stuff... Go to Hi Dad Soup Podcast, where I get drunk on Disney-themed drinks and food. Thank you very much. Goodbye. Fuck Scott McLean. Do not take product if you are hypersensitive. back to the intoxicated podcast i am your host sarah mcclellan and if you're brand new to this podcast this is a weekly comedy variety talk show where i get personal with comedians creators and characters this week's guest is a returning guest first time solo guest on the podcast someone i enjoy so much this week, I welcome Tashina Latush. So last year, Tashina did the Valentine's Day episode with all of the tongue-in-cheek ladies. Back in February of last year, Adrian Gabriel and Alva Marie Sparkles put on this awesome comedy, drag, burlesque extravaganza. It was just amazing. Uh, and that's when I met Tish. And I adore her. Um, she is the human version of serotonin. She is so colorful and entertaining and talented talented and just all around awesome. She, of course, shares my love of TikTok. She's very active on TikTok. So I'm going to plug her TikTok right away. Um, you got to follow her on there. She is at Tashina Latush underscore Sunny Day, which is her drag king persona as well. So this week's character plays many characters. And that is a subject that we cover on this episode a little bit. We talk about performing and all of the aspects of that for Tashina what that's like, the transition from performance mode to when you're like the real raw you. We also talk about the pandemic and the impact it's had on us. Also talk about sexuality and being gender fluid. And uh, we talk a little bit about kink in this one as well. So this was an all around fun time. You guys are going to love it. Again, follow Tashina on TikTok. You can also follow her on Instagram at Tashina Latush. I'm going to link below to all of her stuff where you can find her. You really do got to follow her uh, because she's putting on a lot of different virtual shows in these pandemic times where doing real live shows is very hard to do and very inconsistent. Uh, Tashina is definitely somebody who has adapted to this pandemic and is truly rolling with it and becoming a true self-starter. And I think that this is kind of becoming a theme of recent episodes lately. So I really do hope you guys enjoy this episode. Um, if you do love the podcast, make sure to follow Intoxicated on social media. Make sure you're subscribed on whatever device you use. An Apple podcast rating or review would be amazing. That truly does really help out the podcast and I would greatly appreciate it. But of course, if you can't do any of that, just telling a friend about Intoxicated or giving a share on social media is a great way to help out the show. Also, of course, check out Intoxicated on YouTube. You can check out the Patreon page as well. There's just all kinds of places you can get involved with the podcast. But for now, 
I hope that you buckle in and listen to this awesome episode because it's a wild ride. It's a great one. So let's just get right to it. I hope you guys enjoy this week's episode with the very awesome and colorful Tashina Latouche. AJ scare you? No? You answered that so quick. I'm not afraid of age. I'm not afraid of dying. Let's bring it. Let's do this. Really? No, just... Ah. See, I have a 15-year-old kid. That's I am not afraid of dying. How old were you when you... Oh, so you were how old? I was 21. 21. Having a kid. I cannot... Yeah. Okay. Oh, I feel like there's a lot more my to unpack was, here than My I girlfriend thought. was 16 when she had her first kid, so. That's wild. Okay. Okay. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be We like have your... so much that we can talk about. <laughs> I know. Well, you really opened up the Easter egg when you said kink stuff. I was like, oh my God, I've been thinking about sex for like a full, for what feels like a full 48 hours. Um, oh, just two days, honey. <laughs> well, that, like I oh, said, baby. My, the sex, but like that's the thing. My sex drive has been like close to gone, but I want to get it back. So like I'm like trying to like turn myself on. Like I'm trying to like. So I started thinking about like boys that I kind of like, and then I started like kind of fantasizing about it. And I'm like, okay, it's starting to come back a little bit. But like, it's just hard when you don't have. It's just hard when you're on your own, and I and I totally like. Obviously, almost 10 years single, masturbation's great, but it's just not... It's well, not nobody this, loves you like you do, right? It's not the same, no, no, it's, it's not, not the same, and it's not as fun, I don't think. I agree. But that's just me. But... Oh my gosh! Okay, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get into All this. Right. I'm very 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 excited. Uh, welcome back to the Intoxicated Podcast, everybody. Uh, this week we have a returning guest. Uh, last time she was here, she was with a lot of other people. There were so many of us. We can't we can't crowd like that anymore. But now your ego has room to breathe, baby. I have it's an ego. Just you. It's oh, Tashina yeah. Latush. That's what I'm saying, right? Say so, well, Tashina. Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what? Like, what? That's, that's how I know you. Tashina Latouche or Sunny Day. Sunny Day. It's my drag persona. Like, what What do you think you are tonight? Like, I am very much Tashina Latouche tonight. Oh, I got it. Very Tashina. much. Tashina. It's part of the whole gender fluidity thing. I, can, I use all of the pronouns. So okay. I use she, he, and they. Do you So really? you can't misgender see, me. See, I just... <laughs> That's a great joke. I, I love that. It's like the people pleaser of of, uh, of sexuality. <laughs> it really is. It's like, yeah, you so can. What I do you go it. by? Whatever. <laughs> Whatever you want. That's in- I didn't know you were gender fluid. Surprise. Okay. See, now this is like something that I'm I'm curious about because as someone who's just I'm a ba- like you said a vanilla ass <laughs> straight girl. <laughs> You know what, vanilla um, ice cream's nice sometimes. Lately, I've been thinking about just how often I just assume things. Like, and I'm and I'm very open. And I love everybody, and I'm like, I am open, but that I still instantly will go to she, or I will, you know what I mean? Like those, or when addressing types. a crowd, you'll say guys, guys, yeah. yeah. I catch myself, ladies still and doing gentlemen, that. ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen. 
<laughs> Wait, so again, Thades. Thades and gentle, gentle thems. Oh my god. That's funny. That's like the yeah. That or goblins and fuckwits. That's good too. I like that one. Goblins and fuckwits. I love that. Yeah, so that's interesting. So when did you discover that or figure that out? Um, I've I think I've known for a long time. Just because, you know, some days I'll have, like, exceptionally masculine days or, like, you know, no bra and just wanting to wear, like, the, the wide strap guy's tank top. And, you know, the white. The muscle beater. Oh, yeah. I hate that term. So the 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 white. It muscle, is really terrible. Yeah. The white muscle top with no bra. Like, your stereotypical butch lesbian kind of look. Yeah. Um, But I've really come to terms with it in the last year. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. So it's, it's, I've actually changed a lot of my profiles to actually say, you know, she, he, they pronouns. Um, my child came out to me as non-binary as well. Oh they use gosh. they and he pronouns. So like, it's kind of almost a family journey for this one, what? which has been really kind of cool. So I've been growing with my kid in, in the non-binary and 15 years old that's so young do you think that like like people are coming out much younger in this day and age versus before because it's so much more talked about between that and the fact that we actually have language to do it Uh now is kind of huge Mm. so kids see can see the representation they're like hey i actually kind of feel like that maybe that's me and then they can experiment with those terms and those things and they can ask questions and right you know actually figure out who the fuck they are instead of you know wandering blindly like did they, <laughs> so did, many generations had to did they come to you to be like i'm going through this thing and i don't know what it is they didn't come out to me as non-binary until after i started doing drag so about two years ago when i started doing drag and only two years? Yeah, Sunny Day was two years old on January 13th. Thoughts? I was like, hey, wait, there's a memory on my face. I'm two. <laughs> Holy shit, I'm two. I'm a You're toddler. You're so wildly talented for only two years in. Oh, don't stroke my ego, babe. <laughs> but I want you, Dish. Okay, I do. I just, I want to stroke. Here's the thing. I just want to stroke something. <laughs> okay, you know, that's valid. <laughs> Your ego is what I have here. <laughs> I am happy to provide that service. <laughs> That's so insane. So they saw you dressing up and doing these characters and experimenting and and then started like talking to you about it. Yeah, or? they're like, hey mom. I'm not binary binary. I'm like, cool. What do you want me to call you? I love that. And conveniently their name is kind of a it's almost a non binary name to begin with because when we were choosing names, I was like, okay, it's really going to be really, really hard for somebody to make fun of this name. You know, just random baby names and you know, right. do the, the baby names test where you're yelling out their full name when you're angry oh, to make test? sure that it sounds good. Oh, okay. <laughs> and their name just worked. And, oh. and it, it really, it's one of those names that could go either way. Oh, okay. Which, like which is really cool. So that is really cool. They still stick with the name that right. we gave them. But if they decided to change, it would be like, cool. Wow. So, yeah, obviously. Might take a bit for me to actually learn it and uh, make a habit. Yeah. But. It would be so hard. 
but I would start with that. Like, that's an awesome name. I will strive my best to use it. Just know that I've been calling you this name for 15 years and changing that habit's going to be hard. So I apologize in advance if I use the wrong name. And then always correct. Don't apologize. Yeah, everyone says this. Same with pronouns, right? Yes. So if somebody corrects you on somebody's pronouns, and it's happened to me, I've done it. I've misgendered someone unintentionally. And a good friend of mine corrected me. I said, thank you and revised. Right. Because they're correcting you because they, because I think they care. Because I, and I also think too, like the correcting is, is just like, if they didn't correct you, you wouldn't know. And you would just keep going with that habit. But like the correcting is actually making you make a habit out of. Yeah. Of remembering it. And trying to make you feel bad. Absolutely not. Yeah. It's an education thing. It's. Yeah. They're correcting you because they care and they want to make sure that Mm -hmm. things are okay with everyone involved. Mm -hmm. And misgendering somebody can can really hurt them and you don't want to do that to people like that's not necessary yeah yeah so like i brought this up with kirsten because i was like when you meet someone new you know when you meet a new friend is it inappropriate to right out the gate before you're even that close just be like so what's your deal what (laughs) Well, it depends is on what your deal. So, what does that mean? Like, what, what, like, what are, what do you identify as? What's your like? Because I find like it's just it's stressful sometimes to talk to people and not know because then you're scared of fucking up. But then I go, is it appropriate to ask those types of questions to people? I think it depends on how on. you phrase it. Sometimes. Yeah. Um, I, I've, yeah, I I've guess learned, what's your deal is kind of a... It's kind of like, oh, uh, <laughs> what kind of deal? Like, are you Gosh. talking about what kind of deal am I in bed? What kind of deal? Like, what kind of TV do I watch? Like, I guess it's kind of like one of those things, like if you were talking and you you maybe said, uh, like, maybe you assume the person had a boyfriend, but maybe you could say something like, your boyfriend or sorry, like partner. Like, like then you kind of feel it out. Like then you can yeah. kind of be like, well, I've, I've had, partner. I've had people ask me like, um, people that have seen me as female for my entire life. Um, or, or even just since they've known me, have known me as female, but not knowing that I am married or, or what have you. Um, they'll say, Oh, does, does your boyfriend do this thing? Yeah. Um, my partner, yes, he is male. He is also my husband, but I am also polyamorous. So you don't know if I'm talking about my anchor partner, which is my husband, who I have a house with and a child with, or if it's a potential girlfriend or... or another boyfriend you have. Or somebody that's non-binary. Yeah. Who is a non-binary partner. Like a good... I'm really... I used to like not love it, but I, I actually really like I've been in now. love with it since since I first heard. I'm like, ooh. Partner. Ooh. It really... Ooh, it sounds it, so juicy. It includes on anyone and everyone. Yeah. It's whoever you are a teammate with. Yeah. And life and love or whatever, yeah. you know? And the thing is, too, partner isn't limited to sexual partner. Nope. Like, um, I had a partner uh, who we were we were romantically involved, but we didn't sleep together. She She's, um, like, uh, can't, my brain just sort of stopped there for a second. Sorry. Um, is it a, a, some, a type of a heteroflexible romantic? Ooh. So she was sexually attracted to men. Okay. Um, 
and and that is all encompassing trans men included because trans men are real men Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) and but with uh with women she was romantic but not sexually attracted to so we'd like we'd have cuddle dates and you know we'd we'd kiss and we'd sit and we'd hold hands and watch movies but we wouldn't fuck Um, and that's totally cool that sounds amazing it was pretty great Cause, cause girls are squishy in all the right places, and it's just a good day. <laughs> Boobs make great pillows. Yes, to lay on. Yes, yes. All of yes, right? I love boobs. Boobs are so great. Yeah, they truly are. I think that's like one of the strongest relationships in my life is my relationship with my boobs. You know what? Yeah, yeah. You know what? Um, yeah, boobs are pretty awesome. It's this weird Boobs thing are awesome. I um and this is like another thing we can dive into too, because I think we kind of briefly talked about it when you were last on, but um like you know, body image and confidence and all of that. It's like geez, I mean I'm still on that journey. I still don't love everything and I'm really trying to get there. Um, because I see so many women who inspire me in that way of just being totally confident, just loving their bodies. And like it's obvious that they love their bodies. But one thing about me is is like I've always loved my boobs. <laughs> You know like, what? There's like, al- there's always something to love. Like, it's <laughs> always just, something to love. It's just like I could be like just hating. Like I mean, with pandemic, it's like just the weight gain constantly, and like you know, I'm not moving my body as much. It's like as constant Christmas break without all the fun. That's what it is. Yeah, you're always eating comfort food because which is bad to, for you because our serotonin has been sucked from our lives because uh-huh. of fucking COVID. Yeah. So it's like this vicious cycle. Absolutely. At all. How was your lockdown? So you would have been on last February. So you would have been on just before. Just before the COVID. lockdown. Oh, my God. Because, yeah, your guys' episode was the Valentine's Day episode. Go back uh-huh. and listen to that from last year. It was Yeah, we excellent. talked about everything. It was delicious. It was so great. And, like, that part when we were talking about love, like, still sticks out to me so much. Like, all of our definitions of love. Like yep. just wild, but um, but how was it for you? So you're a performer, <laughs> so those are the people I worry most about. <laughs> during that's, these, that's so valid because all times. the shows were canceled because yeah. all the bars were closed. Mm-hmm. We were breaking into this brand new thing, which was online online shows and learning how to do things that we never had to do before. Like I had never edited a video before. I was like, what the fuck is this shit? I have no idea. I'm not technologically savvy, like, at all. (laughs) So it was so strange. And the very first video performance I did was, um, it was as Sunny Day. And it was No Fucks Left to Give by uh, Benjamin Wilde Esquire. And I had actually gotten permission from him. I think I heard this story on your... Yeah. yeah okay. I, I was actually given permission yeah. from him to perform it wow. um, in drag. And it was so terrible. Oh, my God. I have to redo it because it was that bad. I'm like, I just... I can't... I can't show it to people anymore. But I, I performed it in one take on my back deck. My partner filmed it for me. I was like ripping my pants off and I had like this foam sword that was just swishing everywhere and it was ridiculous. And I actually sent it into Justin Too Deep when we, we did our, our little our little show on Twitch. And um we're like, we're just just throw it in. Who cares? Who cares? And I had sent him the unedited version. Is that the one that I that you that that played on the Christmas show? Yeah. I thought it was so, so, so like, good still. Oh, well, it was like, 
I had, I tried to do it twice, so but it was still done in one one full take, so there was no editing that way. But I had forgotten to overlay the music, so you're we're outside and you can hear somebody like chopping wood <laughs> and like. I, I I think there was like there's a set of twins that live just down the street from us. You could hear them playing. I was like, oh my god! Oh, and I was like ripping no. my pants off. And I'm like, what the? F- oh fuck! Oh no! And oh, are you fuck. are you a perfectionist? So did that drive you absolutely? Like, I didn't even insane? realize that I had sent the unedited until it was playing, and I was like, oh, oh the no. twitch was so real. I was oh, no. mortified. I was almost as mortified by that as I was when my parents were watching the Nightmare Before Triple Xmas show and I was singing Krampus Darling, <laughs> which is highly sexual <laughs> and extremely kinky. And my sister had to type because my sister and my parents were all watching the show online. And she's like, mom is practically on the floor laughing so hard. And I'm like, Oh, I'm glad she took it so well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good response. <laughs> like, hmm, okay. So they're okay with me writing parodies of classic Christmas songs that are kinky and sexual. Gotcha. Cool. I am. Um, My parents are cooler than I thought. <laughs> I'm still at a stage in stand up where all my jokes are dirty. Like they just they just are. And I know it. And that's one of the and reasons I'm, I love your jokes. Thank you. Oh well, I pre- well, I appreciate that a lot. It's a big insecurity of mine that like all my material is so dirty and and like I'd like to learn to write more clean things. It's just like not where I'm at right now. But like it's one of those things where like family, if they ever mention like coming to a show, I'm like that was me during the Nightmare Before I Triple Xmas show. If if I'd like that, like even my like my new bosses like made a comment being like, "Oh, we could go and have a beer and what?" And I was just like, "Oh, I don't know." Who that. <laughs> like like you like I mean I'm kind of like at a point where I probably could still do it, um, but like I would just very much so warn people and be like, "You're going to hear things." Very personal things. Um, are you sure you? This yeah. is this is your trigger warning, people. Yeah, it's a. It's, yeah, this, this is, is your trigger warning. Yeah, it's uh, it's gonna be a lot. <laughs> but not only that, but like talking about like, like I have a joke about being mildly suicidal. Like even stuff like that is like, yeah, my parents probably never knew that about me, so that would be pretty. Um, that yeah, that to hear. Yeah, that could instantly, you know trigger the oh my god mommy the mommy vibes where they just want to protect you and it was like i've already been through it yeah this I'm is me joking about i it can now. joke about it now because right. i've been through it that's exactly and somebody right. else might relate to what i'm feeling yeah yeah and know that they can get through it or that's or a what huge part of of comedy for me is, is it's so important for me to like have healed the issues that i joke about yeah, that's i think that's really important and that in in that it can show people that, yeah, you can get through it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's it's really freaking inspiring, actually. Like, yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. I mean, it's it's a pretty wild. I mean, I think any type of performance is like such a vulnerable thing. Um, but stand up specifically, you're I mean, with certain like certain types of stand up, if it's personal stand up, you're really just taking your heart out and like throwing it on the stage. Yeah, and and doing it in a way that is hopefully funny <laughs> and doesn't Valid, leave people Valid. worried about you. Uh, but it is a very vulnerable art. I almost feel like comedy is probably 
probably makes you more vulnerable than than burlesque um and That's burlesque wild. and drag are You're inherently showing your boobies well you know there's always the potential to have you know wardrobe malfunctions yeah but you try and bank for those um but like even with burlesque and drag being inherently political and and can very easily be um triggering in so many different ways um comedy it's you're using your voice to do that yeah whereas we are using um between physical comedy and physical emotion physical portrayal of emotion um yeah it's it doesn't always come across the same way and whereas your tone your inflection your timing yeah, means everything. Truly, like oh my gosh, the tone and inflection thing. Like you could say the same joke, you could do the same joke three different ways and have totally different reactions, mm-hmm. and have it be like the same words, but you're saying them differently. You're inflecting at different. You're pausing at different times. Uh, it's fascinating. It's truly it's a science. Fascinating. Yeah, it's a fucking science. It, it really, really is. Where's Bill Nye when you need him? <laughs> I, I, I'd like to get him to review some of my jokes. <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, it's and see for me too. Like when I see burlesque shows, like when I saw Tongue and Cheek, and I saw like these amazing, like you're also amazing and beautiful and and confident and and I'm like I could never do that. Like, but that's the thing we know? don't we like, don't always feel that way. Yeah, we don't always feel that way. It, it sometimes it's just, okay. I just need to make it look. Like I am confident. Fake, so gotcha. Are, are you a believer in fake it till you make it? Yes. Mm-hmm. You, in you, in in certain things, there's other things where it's fucking practice, bitch. Yeah, <laughs> you practice. But ninety nine percent of my stuff is improv. Yes. Yeah. I That's cannot wild. choreograph. I, I stress cannot. You would see just like the you know if you've ever watched like Chip and Dale's dance. You can see them counting on their face. Right. That would be me. Wow. So I do not choreograph. I have sometimes pinpoints at points in the music. This is what I want to happen at this point in time. How I get there, I don't give a shit. But that's where I want to be at that point in time. That's actually quite similar to jokes. Sometimes with certain joke structures, you have your key areas that you have to hit. Key things you have to do. And then whatever happens around that is magic. Yep. That's pretty much it. Like it's 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 whatever feels natural in the moment. I mean like this is one, filler. Like it doesn't seem like it's improvised. Like when you when you watch you, like you're so dang awesome. Oh there's that ego stroke. But again. like you truly are. So like <laughs> you've really found something that you're gonna keep going with this. For oh hell a while, yeah! Right? Like you don't see. Yourself. I'm almost forty, but I sure as fuck I ain't stopping. <laughs> you're not stopping. I'm not stopping. Saying. No, no. I've got plans for a number where I'm a little old lady, <laughs> reminiscing about her days as a stripper with the classic <laughs> bloomers and a bottle of wine shoved up there. Get get me a walker with the the tennis balls on the. Oh yeah, fuck. De- we- I'm gonna death drop onto some uh, death, um, death drop the thing the drag queens do all the time that i cannot do because i'm old and my hip would be like fuck you bitch um but i'm, I'm going to death drop onto um like mats that are on a roller and have like somebody roll me off the stage when i'm done 
I mean, but that yeah, would that's, be pretty that's iconic. Like, that's 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 the plan that that I've had since I started doing burlesque. It's like I need to do this to the Beatles <laughs> when I'm 64. Ah, what Beatles song? When I'm 64. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> When you said that, I was like, is 64 the age you're doing that? Oh, that's funny. Oh, I hope not. I want to do that way sooner because I got to practice my makeup on how to get more lines on my face. Oh, my God. (laughs) Get myself a little old lady wig. Do you have a favorite performance that you do? Like one that you've done a couple times. 100%. 100% I do. Which one is it? Which one? My cake set. I was literally thinking of the cake set. My cake set. Any act that involves a tarp. I think is a damn good act. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I was the tarp girl, tongue in cheek. I had to make sure that tarp. I got performed. Out there for you. I performed that <laughs> at Men's and Molly's. I cannot remember for the life of me what the what that show was. I think it was one of mine. It's probably one of mine. Good lord. Um, and I performed that at Tongue in Cheek, and I actually performed it in Ottawa during their Pride. And I was in another show online just recently. And in the chat of that show was the person that had to clean up after that act. They're like, oh, my God, I remember you. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I think the messiest they had to clean the up. They had to clean up the icing off of the stage. I would love to see you do it <laughs> with an even bigger cake. Oh, my God. I want to do it with a three-tier wedding cake, but I can't afford that shit. Well, how do we get a sponsor? Like, what you should do is you should find a sponsor who would be willing to I am so be... terrible with trying to approach people to be sponsors. Like, even for, like, prizes for my shows. I'm just really? like... Oh, I that's get, fair, though. You know what? It's, it's... I get more nervous approaching people, <laughs> be like, hey, this is my idea for a show, and I think you'd be really great with, with sponsoring it, and we'd, like, get flyers, and you'd be on the flyers, and, and we'd make sure people come to your shop, and blah, blah, blah. I am more nervous about doing that than I am shaking my booty and flapping my flabbies <laughs> at people. I am more nervous about talking fair, to, to those people than, it is, than anything. It is nerve wracking, but you do, but you do do a great job of promoing your shows. Like you're very. Like, you've texted me to remind me. And I'm like, I appreciate this because legit, there's so much out there that, like, that personal message to be like, hey, just reminder about the show, like, is so, like, I feel like I'm I'm a personal alarm clock now. No, but I love that. But, like, but that's (laughs) but more people need to do that because so many people suck at promotion. And, like, it's, you know what it shows? It shows that you don't give a shit. Yeah. That might be harsh, but, like, see, for me, I just, I want to make sure people get paid. Yeah, I don't care if I get a paid. Catalyst. That's a good catalyst. But I want to make sure other people get paid. Like I have a full time job. I have a partner who makes damn good money. I don't need the money. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure people, other than me, get paid. Right on the show, your performers. Right. Yeah. In fact, during during COVID, I've done. I want to say four shows, four online shows. I have taken pay for one of them. Because I opted not to. Because other people are hurting a lot more than I am. I have not been affected by COVID financially. Whereas 99% of the people that I've been in contact with that are performers have been affected mm-hmm. in some way, shape, or form. And I'm like, bitch, I need you to get paid. Mm-hmm. So, and the one show that I took pay for was because three people had to drop out last minute because they were ill. And the only reason I took I pay was because I had to do four numbers. I and I was like, oh holy fuck, I was too tired to do anything but breathe. I heard about this. So this was, what What show was, this was around? This was in between the bar closures. This was. Mm-hmm. In the summer, right? 
I want to say it was in the summer. September? I don't know. It, it was shortly after men's reopened. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was af- shortly after men's reopened. And that was the only the only show that I actually took pay from. And so what happened with the show? Like, w- what was going through your mind when you had people dropping out? I hope they're okay. Uh, you just rolled with it. Yep. I've got enough um, stuff in my arsenal. And like I said, ha- all of my performances are improv of some kind. So run with it. Wow. Going to be tired as fuck when you're done, but. Made it happen. Yep. Wow. Shit went through. So we did it. That's an, and so now you've been doing Zoom shows mm-hmm. online on uh, Twitch and stuff like that. Between Twitch and Zoom, and I, I still haven't figured out Twitch. And I'm pro- <laughs> see, this is where that technologically savvy thing is bullshit because I'm not. <laughs> and I have tried. I have downloaded all the things that I supposedly need. I have a really decent. Uh, webcam and i'm just like looking at the software and getting a headache (laughs) can't do it i need so much coaching it's disgusting it's a big learning curve for sure it is a um people don't realize like when they watch virtual shows all the things that go go into it in the back end yeah 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 i've been part of part of one show that was on twitch that was by Jay Crimson out in Ontario and um, Justin Too Deep and I collaborated to do that one show um, on his Twitch um, and he ran the tech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did all the tech. Um, I just I paid for the Zoom premium stuff and took my 20 bucks for the Zoom premium and paid everybody else. And right. And and he did all the tech stuff <laughs> and I was all there. I was there for it. I was like, yep, you're good. Do the thing. But I'll do Zoom shows. Like, Zoom's not too bad. And so, um, what's the experience? How is it different than, than like, an in-person show? It's just like comedy. How do you gauge the so on audience? Like, I'm looking at a camera right now, but there's people that are going to be watching this. Yeah. Ah, but we don't know how how they're reacting to any of the things we don't we aren't getting any of that feedback but look like if i just literally hit go live we would have a live audience but we still wouldn't get that feedback we would see that there were people there we would, we would see get that we would see then. that people were no. commenting but you're not hearing like with dragon burlesque the hoots and the hollers that give you more energy mm. to give it more energy yeah like we feed off of that like, yeah yeah. So it's Isn't really difficult when you're like, there's a camera. I have to look at the camera. Don't look at yourself because then you're not looking at the camera. You have to look at the camera and engage with the camera who is potentially a person. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> potentially. And you have to act like it's a person. Yeah. That's, yeah, because I've seen a couple Zoom comedy shows and I find it, yeah, it's very, very weird. It's it's harder. It's kind of like people are reading jokes, not necessarily doing jokes. It's because it's harder to, for your comedic timing yeah your comedic timing is i i see it when i see comedy shows it's based off of what the audience reaction is Mm -hmm. dictates your comedic timing if you have no physical audience to play off of how the fuck you gonna do that yeah exactly like which is why like i i have so much respect and admiration for people who still do these types of shows because 
it shows how resilient and adaptive performers are and creative people are. Like the fact that like drag performers and burlesque performers are doing fucking shows online and like there's Zoom comedy shows and it's literally like because these people can't not do it. Yeah, so they, it's, find it's in our a blood way to do it. It's in our blood. You know? <laughs> we have we have to have an outlet of some kind. Yeah, or everybody's fucked, not in a good way. Yeah, I got offered to do a Zoom uh, comedy show, and I I was just like, I'm not quite even used to the real ones yet, so I'm gonna have to trick down. <laughs> I was like, I'm still so new, but but maybe I'll. Um, I was thinking about hosting one, maybe here, um, but have it have it be a bit different, where um, like the comedians aren't on Zoom, but like it's just broadcast out to people to watch okay. um and so have people like have have this set up like a little comedy club with a mic and like have the com- comedians come here and okay. do their stand-up but like it's a virtual crowd kind of thing are you gonna get I, like cardboard cutouts and shit because that would be killer <laughs> right that'd be so cute oh my god i have an audience like uh <laughs> have you seen the fucking like like what talk shows are doing now with audiences like there's like screens of people i i just i netflix yeah. i just watch netflix so I, I don't really watch talk shows so well, like was, tell me i was jarred by it like kelly clarkson because she's really killing it with her talk talk show um she does such a good good job of it um she her show you look out into the crowd and it's just it's just screens with oh, yeah. people on screens it's terrifying it <laughs> sounds very 1984 ish right wow like like in the seats are these like rectangle screens and like the people are like i guess just watching from like their homes or their offices or whatever so it's so like I imagine if you so want it's like a zoom call but take each one of the squares and make it its own screen yeah. and place it in where people would oh isn't that's that so, madness that's, yeah it's insane welcome and to so covid I guess if you times wanted to Ooh. want to be on a talk show like in the crowd you could still do that but you would have to like webcam in from your home which is wild because it makes me so happy that um i went to new york in 2008 and i actually got to be i i did regis and kelly and i did conan and i was in the crowd for both those i got to experience oh that's so cool right it was so wild and uh and i'm glad that i had that because like who knows when we'll have that again yeah concerts remember concerts Oh my god, I went to ACDC once. That was so cool. Remember like the feeling you got when you're smushed in a crowd so tightly and you're all singing the same song? Remember that? Remember? No, I'm old. <laughs> it's just sad to me. Like it's just um Okay, the last time I did that kind of of crowd <laughs> was Oh my god, I went to see the Black Eyed Peas in Lethbridge, Alberta with my best friend. Oh my god! I think it was nineteen. Oh wow! Very young. You see, I'm so old. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> but yeah, we we went and saw the Black Eyed Peas, and we were actually up in the nosebleeds, and she and I were like dancing our butts off, and there was this little old bitty. She was such a bitch. <laughs> she was in beside us, or just one row up, and she's like, "Sit down." I'm like, "It's a fucking concert with dance music." Go you cunt. Her. Yeah, seriously. Oh, sorry. I- <laughs> You can say cunt. Might want to put a trigger warning. I know there's people that don't like that word. Um, oh, really? Are there? Well, it's... Yeah, some people don't. I only That's just, okay. I only just got comfortable with it, saying that. I used to be highly uncomfortable. I used to be... And, and 
kind of still am. I'm, I'm like, I'm okay with the word, but if you call me one. Yeah, it's pretty triggering. You better be mad and I better be laughing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you're going to call me that, you better be the one that's mad and I better be laughing in your face about it. I, um, I mean, I'll say it jokingly, but to people, but. Um, oh, yeah. No, that's, I'm that's serious, one thing. Like tone means everything. Tone means everything. Context means everything. When I, when I've actually said it and meant it in a serious way, it's only been reserved for like a special type of evil person. So me. Who. <laughs> <laughs> This is now when I tell you that I've been calling you that behind your back. <laughs> but like it's it was like deserved. Like Yeah. Like, yeah. But I, I, I try not to yeah, I try not to throw that around too much. No, that's valid. But it's also okay if you like <laughs> shit, piss, cock. Like, we can say all of that on here. Okay, you just said the last one because you're horny, but anyway. <laughs> I'm getting there, Tish. I'm trying to. <laughs> I never had this issue before. I've always been a big horn dog, always, and it's just—it feels like it's gone. Have you ever had COVID sapped the life out of everything, including sex? Did uh, do you ever 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 have uh, issues with sex drive? Yep. Okay. What yep. what got you out of it? Like what uh, brought the juju back? Is that the right word, juju? We moved back in together. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so just more opportunities to bang. Pretty much, yep. Okay. Yeah. I don't know what to do. Yeah, it's um it, it's one of those things where I'm like, maybe I'm past my prime. Like maybe Nope, it's- that's a lie. <laughs> Bold faced lie, don't you dare. I'm just like keep oh, laughing uncomfortably, like but you know you're not past your prime. I know it feels like I am though. I feel like sometimes I'm glowing up, and other times I'm glowing down, and I never know which is which. And I think it has to do with the fact that I don't take care of myself. So fix that. Yeah. Do man. I need to be an alarm clock? Be like, bitch. I would do something love- for yourself. I honestly would love that. I was telling Kirsten about accountability buddies. The idea of having a friend that holds you accountable for something like and it's like usually you pick one thing and yeah. and that friend like will call you out or like randomly text you. you be like, bitch, clean your brushes or whatever. <laughs> clean your brushes. Drink OK, water. I actually do Drink that water. for somebody. Do you really? I actually do that for somebody? A friend of mine, Jay Crimson in Ontario. Oh, my um, God. Every time I see him on Twitch and he's doing a look, it's like I still haven't cleaned my brushes. I'm like, bitch, do you need me to send you a text? And he's like. Yeah, once a so week. So I did. So I, I actually we just started doing this um, this week. So it was like yesterday. It's like that's so funny. Hey, clean your brushes. How often do you clean them? Um, I try to clean them at least once a week. Yeah, that's a good. Um, if I'm if I'm doing more than one look, depending on like if I'm doing all like pink and black looks for that week, I don't care. Um, yeah, but if I, if yeah, you're yeah, switching yeah. up your colors, yeah, clean your brushes. Or you could get one of those uh, color swatch thingies. Have you seen those? Like the little tins. Yep. That like dry, it, like dry cleans your brush. Yeah, I need Pretty to good. get one of them. Yeah, I, yeah. Right now, I have like one of the little. I think I have. I one. have. I have a little mat that I got from like Dollarama, and I just use makeup remover and I like rub the the brush on the on this pad, and then I throw the pad in the. <laughs> you must have the a washer. shit ton of brushes. I would love to I, see your glam station. I don't have a lot of brushes, no? and my glam station is portable. Is it? <laughs> I like take things everywhere. Where do you get ready? Um, sometimes I get ready on my kitchen table. Sometimes, well, today, for today's look, which is amazing. it was in my bathroom. 
with poor lighting. It's gorgeous. That Thank fucking you. glitter. This glitter is from Serpentine Studios and it's biodegradable. I ah. tr- like every time I see you, I ask you where it is and I know where it's from and I still haven't fucking got any. Are they open right now? No. Oh, uh, Serpentine Studios had to oh, up, take up shop. Sucks. You know what? This is the third time they've had to move, and it's all because of um, renovations. I guess they're called. They're like renovating because the each building. each building that they've been in has they've had to leave because the building wants to renovate. So they are currently without a home, but they're doing all so their classes COVID and related. stuff online. It's not COVID related? Partially COVID related. Ah, uh, yeah. Because, yeah. you know, Everything they can't has. really open the studio anyway. Mm. But they're doing all their classes online now, which is kind of freaking cool. Um, That's really, really neat. So, yeah. So do you think... Have you taken burle- burlesque classes? I, I did. I took um the burlesque basics class and... um. The class to plan a number, plan an act. And that's where, that's where my cake sit number came from was I was planning a number and Kalicious had given us like exercises to figure out what we want to do, um, what kind of concept, um, how how to figure out what kind of concept you want to go with. Like, did you want to go funny? Blah, 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 blah. Um, so Kalicious, taught both of those classes and I wanted to take more I just at the time I did not have the money and I did not have the time because again I was working full time got a 15 year old kid got a partner who was you know, got pets like you got you got life holy moly um I'm tired so I know and I'm like <laughs> and now with COVID now I'm like a D&D pro and like wow. I'm total nerding out and 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 still doing my drag doing more drag and and burlesque than I than I did normally because normally I'd be like okay get ready two hours before the show and at the end of the show that's it you're done right but now it's just a random Wednesday and you're putting on a look that takes three hours and then you're doing a whole bunch of TikToks or filming a number or doing this and then you're trying to edit and then it takes up so much Mm. more time than just going to the bar for four hours and doing your show and being done right Right, right, right. And once you're done, you're done. I am more busy now than I ever was before COVID. <sighs> Me too. I feel you on that. And so how do you <laughs> um, manage it all? Like, straight up. Like, how? Like your day-to-day. What's a typical day? What's a typical day in Tish World? There is no typical day because I don't know what's going to happen each day. Mm. Like, there's, there's... I've tried to be like, okay, this day I'm going to do a look and I'm going to pick out a bunch of my favorite TikTok sounds. I'm going to make a bunch of TikToks or I'm going to film this number that I have to do because it has to be in by the end of the week (laughs) or or whatever. So I I try to plan ahead. um, But because of work, I was like on call for the five days that I was off. Mm. So then I get a call to go into work. Or or what have you. So it's like it's really hard to plan it. Mm. But if I had a typical day, this is probably what it would look like. Go to bed about 10 o'clock. Dog wakes you up at midnight. Dog wakes you up at two. Dog wakes you up at four and then you can't go back to sleep till six. You get your lazy ass out of bed by 730 only to make sure that the kid has gone to school. 
Okay, good. <laughs> has that not has that not worked out sometimes? There are times where they have missed the bus. Oh no! So oh I, my God. I so I put on my fuzzy slippers with the hard soles and a big sweater and say, "Get in the car." <laughs> Drive the kid to school. Do the grocery shopping if necessary. Don't give a shit if you have the right clothing on. Because mm. nobody cares anymore. Just make sure you have a mask in your purse. That's right. By the time you get home, it's 1030 and the dog needs to pee again. <laughs> <laughs> By now, you should have been in makeup for yeah. half an hour already. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And these, so that's just the morning. And these, like... <laughs> Drag and like burlesque looks take hours. The detail they can, involved. they can, yeah. I can pull a face together in a solid half hour if I really wanted to, if I was really rushed, like a whole full face. But, like, but yeah, if you're doing cut creases, if you're doing glitter, if you're doing all of that, the only thing I didn't don tonight is lashes because I was like, I was, nope. Ah, you know what? I hate wearing them. They're so uncomfortable. You're wearing new ones. How'd they work yeah. out? What do you, Actually, what do you think? these aren't the new ones. These no? are just my standard Demi Westby's from our doll because I looked at the ones. So what she's talking about is, is I found um, uh, water activated falsies from our doll. They're new. Um, I didn't get them because the band looked really thick and I hate a thick band. I need an invisible band for my eyes. Otherwise, they'll just drive me mad and be too heavy. Fair. When I see, um, like you know, you know, you know, devastation on Rouge Fatale. Oh my god! Right? Yes, of course. So, so like I feel, <laughs> I love them so much. I need to hit them up again and come back on the podcast because they did. Apparently, they, they're going to do a shout out for me on Sunday. Are they on the season drag? Yes, but that's only because I made them banana bread. <laughs> I'm a suck up. <laughs> they are. If you give me a shout out, I will bake you all the things. I am. Um... <laughs> I did. They they came on a live stream marathon of mine like like two years ago, and it was just a wild time. Like like Deva felt me up, put glitter on my tits. Like it was a spiritual experience. I believe um, it. And then Deva came on alone, and that was also a spiritual experience because <laughs> that was just like. I Is it because Deva's we a corpse? Well, we went like she's not. So many <laughs> she's places. We were talking about aliens. We were talking about like astral projection, and like it was wild. And I'd like to get Rouge on alone too. I think that's, that's Rouge my, is so fun. My next uh, I love Rouge. My next guest that I want to reach out to for sure. Um, because I love them both so much. It. And and on the stream, we had them in here with two comics. And the back and forth between the comics. And so for my next intoxicated show, I really want to combine drag and comedians somehow. And I don't know if that's... That's like a, not a far-fetched thing at all. I don't know if that's a battle or if it's just having them on a panel together. I feel like something. that would be kind of like a ping-pong yes, thing. Yes, it would be like, amazing. Like... You'd get all sorts of different laughs. Yeah. <laughs> and they'd like, all be amazing. Because truly, drag drag queens and kings are comedians. They they are. Yeah. They're, they're a different type of comedian. It's not stand-up comedy per se. But it's like, it was just, it was one of my favorite memories, honestly. Like them being I don't here. doubt it. They're so funny. It, and I watched the video back last night and I was just like, what was my life? I did that? I had... This 15-hour marathon where I sat here from noon until 3 a.m. Right oh here. God. And people just came in and we, I had shifts. So, like, if you were a guest on the marathon, like, you would come in and talk to me and then leave. And then another guest would come in. 
Um, and I've done two of those, and I did a twelve-hour one too. That's so cool, I'm, though. It's it's crazy, is what it is. But it's, it is really cool. <laughs> but it makes you it makes you go back and go, holy fuck, I did so much. Like you don't think about it in the moment. It's very surreal. In the moment, I was actually on one of uh, Station Drag's videos. And That's cool. I was so nervous. I was just like, I don't think I'm funny or quick enough for this because they're both so quick. That's because in drag, so reading is mandatory. Yeah. That is what they do. It is. <laughs> oh, my God. I love them. I do, too. Yeah. They're so, they're so great. Um, What was I, I going to ask you? Yeah. So how did you... So during the actual lockdown lockdown, how were you emotionally during at all? Like, I was a fucking mess. Were you? I was a mess. Me, too. Ding, ding. Team Absolutely. mess. Absolutely. Team mess. Yep. Um, survived it barely. Was it the lack of interaction with people that was the main thing, or kind of? Uh, I just I didn't know what to do with myself, like at all, like uh, because at the at the beginning, like none of like the the digital stuff was still just baby, and and I had no idea what was going on. Like I downloaded TikTok because I was fucking bored. A lot of people like, did, yeah, because I'm old, and that's what you do when you're old and you're bored and you do stupid shit, and that's what happened. Um, but I had no idea what the fuck to to do mm-hmm. with myself. Um, I don't remember parts of it. There's parts of it. Oh that yeah, I, those there's repressed memories I, are a I, thing. I blank. I I've lost time. It feels like there was a couple months there that I'm like, I know I did stuff. I was like zooming with people and. Uh, but I did lose my job. So, like, I was truly, my days were spent. You wake up, you make sure you eat something. But really, that's about it. Yeah. Nothing yeah. else that you're Nope, that's about for. right. Pretty wild. Yeah, absolutely. Like, my, with my kid being, like, they were 14 at the time. And they were, ju- March break had just started. Mm. And six months later, they were still on it. And, like... They spent all their time in their room, but at fourteen, what fourteen year old didn't like? That's true. Really, if if they weren't in their room, room. (laughs) like (laughs) for for me at that age, it was like I actually I had a really good relationship with my parents, so we would you know we would play board games and stuff, and like at at first we did like they were into Magic the Gathering, so we'd like you know have little battles and do the things and 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 stuff, but. Otherwise, like they were in their room, and or and my husband and I were watching Netflix and just like doing sweet fuck all, and it, I was starting to go stir crazy by the mm. time you know went back to work, kind of thing. It was yeah, just, yeah. There's a reason this bitch works. Yeah, she turns into a monster when she's not doing something. Uh, that's me too. What do you mean by a monster, though? Because I like evil, like. Like you couldn't even look at me without me wanting to throat punch you, kind of. So kind you get of angry. Oh, I was so angry. Like, and I get hangry too. Like, this is worse. <laughs> this is worse than my hangry. You're, you're pandry. Oh, p- p- pan pangry. <laughs> pan- yeah, pandemic anger. <laughs> just an angry bitch. Yeah. <laughs> just an angry That's bitch. Interesting. Where does the anger come from? Do you think from like? To that- be honest, I have no clue. Mm. Um, I've never looked into that. I've never tried to look into it. So that's on me. But um. 
But like, well, yeah, mean, just, well, I mean, because you said you had, oh my god, a good relationship with your parents, I instantly went, oh, did you have a bad childhood where you always had to be on no. the ball? Uh, but no, that, I had a great childhood. My parents are awesome. Like when I came out as um, pansexual and polyamorous, they were like, oh, okay. Like my mom didn't take it really well at first. Like, but it it took her a little bit. But she's like, as long as nobody's getting hurt. Like you, you do you. You be happy. Um, just as long as nobody's getting hurt, we're like that's cool. Um, but like, don't have a good one, Tish. <laughs> exactly. Just, just see, because that's interesting. Because I'm the same as you. I I do so much better mentally when I'm busy, and I'd much rather be busy and stressed and tired than bored. And but I go depressed, not angry. I get very lethargic yeah, if i'm bored lethargic. i get really really angry and it just takes nothing to piss me off really like yeah there, ah. there's there's three questions that my partner asks me when i'm angry the first one is have you eaten anything yeah if the answer is no he feeds me if that's not it he changes the the, the music station because <laughs> if we're listening to country that might be the reason <laughs> If that's not it, he asks, what did or didn't I do? And if it's a didn't do, it's because I'm bored. <laughs> right. Oh, interesting. And it's nothing that he could have done. Mm. I'm just an, an angry, hateful bitch <laughs> at life. <sighs> that's interesting. I wonder where that anger comes from. should look into that. Yeah, I should probably get a shrink. I mean, <laughs> only I mean, if it affects your life in a negative way. It hasn't for some time now because since I found or since drag found me, I guess, mm. I'm able to keep myself busier. I have other outlets. So, if I start to get bored, I'd be like, "Oh, maybe I should paint." Yeah. My face or canvas <laughs> or yeah. maybe I should I don't know, just anything it's given me more avenues of outlets so that i don't get to that point Mm -hmm. because i live with people and if you live with people you don't want to hate on them no that's (laughs) because that makes life miserable for everyone and that's just not good and there's so many things you could do with drag like you could do makeup you could you could make a costume yeah you could record videos you could like find a new song You you could do your own sound mix like yeah which i tried to do I am not very good at that yet, Whew, but that's going to be interesting. What, what do you mean by a new sound mix? Like one that you make yourself? Yeah. Just like a remix kind of thing? Um, between a remix and a mashup. Ooh, so I love a mashup. You, you've seen my half and half look. Yeah. My heat miser, snow miser mm. thing. Well, I want to do one mashup that starts off as the heat miser and snow miser. So obviously this is going to be for like next year. So this I have lots of time to figure this shit out. Um, so heat miser and snow miser, and then go with back and forth little snippets of songs that are hot versus cold and doing two complete, I guess it would be three complete looks. So the half and half for the beginning and the end, and then a full heat or red look and a full ice or blue look for each of these different bits of songs. So I've started to attempt that. That's wild. I'm not good at this thing. I'm not a DJ and I cannot afford to pay a DJ to do it for me. Uh, I know someone who's teaching herself to DJ. Might be able to help you. That's cool. 
Yeah, she's pretty, pretty, pretty dang awesome. She actually DJed my live debates show. Oh, nice. Uh, which is great. Uh, but yeah, no, it's it's the the teaching yourself things is such a great skill to have right now because we don't know what's going to happen and when another lockdown might come. Uh, we might be forced to just be alone again. And yeah, that's a definite possibility. It's, and we a, bl- have to it's a blessing to be able to um, teach yourself something that you like um, and that will help you. So, yeah, absolutely. That's wild. But I mean, we're we're doing really good in Nova Scotia. We're very lucky compared to other parts of the world. Like where we're at. Absolutely. Hopefully, like absolutely. And. What about, um, like, do you have any plans to do more live, like, in-person live shows? Or are you kind of holding off on that for a bit? Um, I'd love to. I, mm-hmm. I had a few that were in the works that obviously did not happen, could not happen um, for everyone's safety. It just was not possible. But um, I had started planning before, just before the first lockdown a body show. Okay, what's oh I think you've talked about this. I, I think I talked Refresh about it a little memory, I though. talked about it a little bit um during the Valentine's show when we were doing the body positivity thing. Um nice. me and two other artists who also had body parts in our burlesque names mm-hmm. um wanted to do a body positive show where we had all different bodies mm-hmm. um so trans bodies fat bodies skinny bodies um misshapen's body mm, i love misshapen. i love misshapen so much ah, i miss her amanda <laughs> love love you but like we wanted to have all different body types um representation from um all walks of life mm. uh, and that was that was one thing we i we had wanted to do and we had started the planning um we were looking for venues i had found a sponsor um with el mio um because they do they have mastectomy oh nice plates and and things and yeah. do custom custom stuff and and so they were going to sponsor us which would have been so cool and um so that was like a big project that we wanted to do we were like planning like you have to have in in your song you had to have something to do with a body part of some kind so i wanted to do like pancreas by weird al (laughs) (laughs) or something something that's great i would have done something totally weird and off the wall that way anyway um but like we wanted to to do that sort of thing to bring more of the body positive yeah that's amazing to to it um i was planning more diz drags Mm. like there were so many things that we wanted to do and so I do. I'm going to do another Diz drag. I just don't know when because COVID. Yeah, ah. and I mean the thing too is, is I think people generally understand. Like, I mean, I think if you plan a show and like you commit the time, I think we're at a, a point now where this has happened so much. Where if co- if things change, things change, and people just people yeah. people roll with it. You can. And the other thing too is is like trying to make a show that you could easily convert to an online show could be exactly an exactly so if something happens like that's kind of what I'm thinking for the intoxicated show I'm like I'm trying to think of a really simple show that could easily be done here in my living room like here in the studio if need be I really can I throw something out there at you please throw it at me you you do remember your your New Year's yes 
please make that a thing. Just get into a glittery, sparkly dress, throw some bubbles in the water, and do it from the bathtub can because, I, oh my God, yes. Can I talk about that whole night? That was so unplanned. And it was fucking delicious. I was so glad that I stumbled onto Instagram that at that point. I was like, what is this glorious mess? You know what? <laughs> I, I've been thinking about it. And it meant more than what it probably appeared. I, I was felt like for it, it was it was just ditching everything because that sequin dress I would have purchased it right around uh like a year ago like because it was for the the uh, Intoxicate live show yeah. that happened February twenty eighth last year like in twenty twenty um and I bought three dresses and I ended up only wearing one and mm-hmm. I had full intentions of returning the other ones. And then, you know, then one of my best friends just died. Uh, and then we went into like a global pandemic uh, and things and I lost my job. So <laughs> and this all happened within two weeks. And, so uh, life Sarah- basically bitch slapped you and said, what the fuck? <laughs> and Sarah forgot to, uh, you know, put those, uh, return them to Fashion Nova. And um, so now I had these like I've had these two ball gowns and I tried to sell them online and uh it's just like who's buying sequin gowns? No one's no yeah, one's yeah, no one's going to events. Well, the thing now. is, there's there's <laughs> see, there's that one TikTok sound now that's. Mm. I had all these cute outfits I wanted to wear. I thought couldn't about doing wear that. <laughs> I thought about doing that too, but I don't. Know. I want to do that, but it takes so much time to get into all the different outfits that I have because <laughs> they're they're complicated. I but they're glorious. I was kind of like. I do a lot to impress people and I put a lot of energy into being like someone people like and and doing a lot and I'm ridding myself of that now. I'm so proud of you. And like I'm really going to just do the things that I enjoy and I'm going to be trying to put myself first a bit more um, in 2020. Do Thank it. Thank you so much. And so doing that and like getting in the tub with that ball gown was kind of metaphorical in a weird way to just be like, fuck everything. I feel Nothing like that could be an ongoing anymore. theme, though. It could be. Like get in the like take your old your old self, like a piece of clothing that maybe represent like your old self and uh, get in a tub and wash it away. Sounds, See, I just throw glitter on it. It sounds fucking cheesy, but honestly, like, but I'm also a Pisces, so I kind of thrive in water. So I felt that like works. I was in my element in the tub. Yeah, I just I, throw glitter on it and leave it. I'd love to do more live streams <laughs> from the tub and maybe have people join me from their tubs. And I know a girl in Halifax. Let me know when you're going to do that. I will fucking do it. I, I will be all over that. I will like set I it. Love it. I'll set my phone up on a chair and just be like, yeah, tub talks or something. I think that's yes. actually, hang on. I think, I think someone has that. Tub talk- there oh. is a girl in Halifax that had a talk show. Tub toxicated. Make it a gym, tub a, a gin tub. Yeah. It's this. Yeah. It's literally it's <laughs> pull, pull, pull a, pull tub. a Miss Hannigan and pour some gin in that tub first. We're legit stealing it because yeah, it's already taken. Tub talks with oh, Fiona. Boo! When did she last post? May, May, in May. So it is a thing, and we won't do tub talks. That was back in May. Fuck her. We won't do tub <laughs> talks, but I mean, I mean, also, I'm sure way more than one person has done something. Call like it like that. bubble busters or something, and make it bubble baths all the time or something. Tub, I don't know. Tub toxicated just has the perfect sound to it. Well, you could still do that. It would be just one word, though. Yeah. That so works. That could work. 
I don't understand the problem then. Yeah, I'm just very codependent <laughs> and paranoid. I'm just so codependent that I'm like, what if she what if she thinks I'm copying her or like, you know. Well, you're already doing intoxicated. It just sort of evolves. Yes, that's true. Yeah. Maybe Oh, I, yeah, okay. It just moved Let's from from here to the bathroom. Mm. It's fine. More bathtub Instagram <laughs> lives. That'd be so fun. I'm into it. But like, yeah, have have like a guest every every time I do it. And uh drinking in the tub bubbles yeah maybe sometimes wear a bathing suit or something i don't know if i'd want to wear a dress every time i only have so many dresses i can ruin <laughs> that's fair i'm like wait there's there i have dresses that have to be hand washed that would count that, that counts that yeah. would count as being hand washed might give you a yeast infection but <laughs> if you put laundry detergent in the tub oh i wouldn't put laundry detergent no. in there no 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 just <laughs> I would probably just leave it as like plain water at that point. Yeah. Yeah. That's but. true. Yeah. Yeah. That was a wild New Year's Eve thing. Yeah. I felt like otherwise I would spiral if I didn't do yeah, something. Yeah. You, you spent a lot of time talking about I'm spiraling. And I'm like, bitch, no, you're not. That is not a rinse cycle. What are you talking about? I love it. That's so you. You are in your glory, bitch. I had a great time. I didn't cry once on New Year's Eve and I, I, I take that as a huge win because that's just one of those holidays that i always cry at um i don't know what it is with the end of the year it's just like i i feel like like you were you are you mourning it like well, wishing you had done something or i don't know if it's even wishing that i've done something because i'm actually in a really good place currently um but i think it's more like my pain stockpiled up uh, a yeah. little bit because i feel like when uh when things opened up and i was able to do stand up and I was still podcasting and I was doing stand-up. That was like my favorite time because I was like keeping busy and I was kind mm-hmm. of distracting myself from some stuff I was going through. Um, and then Christmas break happened and I had a week off again. And it almost like put me back into like pandemic mode. Yeah. And I, and I think things piled up a bit. And I was like, oh, I didn't really deal with my grief. Oh, I'm actually really broken hearted over somebody. Oh, like, like I'm tired and i just realized how doing so much has taken a toll on me uh and so it was just kind of a mixture of all those things yeah but 2020 is a new year 2020 2021 don't speak of the cursed year (laughs) it's like voldemort it's the the year we do not speak of so how was your 2020 overall like i mean you know what i actually had set out uh, in 2020 i don't make resolutions i make goals Ooh, yes. So my goal for 2020 was to grow my drag and burlesque. And I didn't expect it to be, you know, growing online. Right. It grew in a different way than you it thought. It grew in a different way than I wanted, that than I originally anticipated. Mm. Um, like, I wanted to work on my costuming. I definitely worked on my costuming. I made some fucking killer costumes. Fuck yeah. Um... I learned basic video editing. I'm still not very good at it, but I learned it and I'm doing the thing. Pick away at right? it though. Pick away. Exactly. Don't and put too much pressure on. Just pick away at it. Absolutely. And mm-hmm. and like I don't have anything fancy, but you know what? I'm 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 figuring shit out and I'm I've done more performances. I have two COVID crowns. I have COVID. I should have brought my fucking crown. What's crowns. a COVID? <laughs> I'm clapping. I don't know. Yay, yay me! 
I'm a pageant queen. <laughs> like 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 contests or yeah. Like ooh. like um the gen the pride does a gender fuck pageant. So it's like it's a one winner um pageant. You, you like you you had to do a look. Um, I guess you had to do two looks and um a performance and. I was the only one that actually completed all the tasks. So I, I I won by default, but I was told not to consider it default because I worked my ass off to of get course. that crown. And other people could have and they didn't. That's on them. Yeah, and, and so that was that was amazing. And then I did the Sleigh Bells ball with the House of Rivers. It's amazing. Um just this past winter here. And um Yeah, I won that. We didn't even know who the judges were, and I was like, "Yes, bitch!" I was so excited, and I had. That and did was, you get a physical crown? I did. I got. I got like a tiara style crown for that one. It's it's lovely. Did you ever put it on and just vacuum? <laughs> I I did a TikTok just so I could wear it. That's right. Okay, let's get into TikTok. <laughs> so we're both big fans of TikTok. Tish, you're way more active on there than I am. Like you make so much good content on there i find sounds i favorite all of them and then i kind of play roulette with that okay and i didn't i meant to ask alicia mccarville this because she's huge on tiktok too like i mean 1.5 million followers no big deal or anything oh shut up i barely even have i don't even have two thousand followers yet and i'm like but you know what but you know what though quality over quantity if that's organic followers that's actually how i looked at it because i've done like you know the follow trains and the the whatever like it's like like a follow party so i've done these follow parties can you explain this so they'll be like if you follow me like this post make a comment and then follow everyone that likes your comments and they follow you back so that's how you gain followers and i'm like okay cool whatever so i did one and then i got a flood of kids So, I oh, no. I was like, okay. <laughs> so I put on a really cute fawn look. So I had like the cute little nose and the like the white freckles and like, uh, please don't hit on me if you're a kid. <laughs> it's creepy and it makes me feel like shit. Eighteen and up is fine. Y'all can sit till the end of time, but please don't hit on me if you're a kid. Damn. And now, if there's a kid that follows me, I say, block. Uh, bye bye. I've gotten a couple of those too. I, I, I'm prob- I probably still have a few like children that follow me. Um, like if, if they're like 16, 17, like whatever. I don't do a lot of adult only content. Um, but if they message me, it's like, it's an instant block. I'm like, no, babe. No, I can't. No. There are people out there that will prey on those children, Absolutely. and I will not be one of those people. Yeah, I will exactly. not be like, oh, I just want followers. I don't. Yeah, I want people that they find my content resonates with them. Mm-hmm. I will follow people if their content resonates with me. Otherwise, I'd be like, yeah, that was a good video. But it's nah. like what I wonder about, because like when I when Kirsten and I's TikTok went viral, like 
I got so, so many followers. Funny. Oh my and, god! And I and I chalked so it up, funny. but I chalked it up to like people seeing the video, laughing at it, and just literally just. Going I think follow. people wanted to see that just as a sound. I bet they were like they clicked on the sound and be like, "Oh, it's just background music." Oh, I wanted to use that actual sound. I'm like, it's, can, do I get notifications if people use my sound? I don't know because I don't have any sounds that people have used. <laughs> I use other people's shit. Okay, I'm a drag performer. Uh, I just lip sync. I was often wondering that because, okay, because oh, I but I actually used music over my yeah. Yours is like I use music, so okay, yeah. So people wouldn't have been able to use that. exactly. So the only way people would be able to use your sound is if they duetted it. Yeah, I got a couple duets, and they were like, <laughs> they were like, okay, some of them are awkward. <laughs> yeah, I've tried to find sounds that are actually duettable. Yes, fair. So that people can duet my stuff, like people can. It just might be awkward because it's just me talking, right? But yeah, but yeah, I've, I need to do more duets. They they seem fun. Yeah, they they are really fun, actually. I I actually did a, a friends only duet challenge. So I set my video to friends only. So only if you're my friend can you see this particular video. But if you comment on it, I'll do a duet with one of with one of your videos so if you're a follower but this is also a way that i hash out where the kids are because if the kids follow me and the kids comment and be like ah, block yeah yeah because yeah. i am not doing a child yeah no no we don't want that no 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 um so so i did that and now i still have i have like a bunch that i have to do so i'm gonna go home and i'm gonna pull up my ring light and i'm gonna do a bunch of these duets i gotta look on um, um yeah you gotta make use of the makeup i've gotta make use of the look it's a thing. You definitely do. You gotta be efficient with your TikTok. Yeah, creation. yeah. When I when I do my TikToks, I like usually I'll, I'll plan out what sounds I want to use. That's a good call. Um, so I did one look. It it's a actually. I'm a nerd. Hold that thought. I got to okay. pee. I got to pee. All right, you pee. So, um, um, I play D and D because I'm a nerd. Such a nerd. So I did this look, a glamorous, man. and it's um from Critical Role. Um, one of the characters, her name is Yasha, and she's a barbarian, and she has like a lot of the depictions of her are like blue, half face is blue, but I like I like purple, bitch. So I did like, Ooh. and this is actually one of the sounds from it. So there was that one, but so, so that one good. could be duetted, but it's like just a little snippet in the middle, right? But here, I'll show you the crown. Here's my crown. Oh my gosh, honestly. And you're so good at lip syncing. Thank you for being good at lip syncing. I credit drag so, for that so much. But so many people suck at it on TikTok. But you know what? There's a trick to that. Is there? Listen up, people. Ooh. Go at slow speed. So if you set that... that You set the, the sound at a low you, speed? You set that sound at a low speed. It looks so much better with the lip sync even if you fuck up so but even if you fuck up do you set the sound at a low speed and, and then speed it up in post you know what let me show you oh i love this Can you- that <laughs> is such a good tip to slow and it then, down and then you don't have to like do it 16 billion times like yeah you have to listen to the sound a few times to make sure you get the timing but when you slow it right down even if you fuck up that little bit right ain't nobody gonna fucking know no nobody's no. gonna know no one's gonna know. <laughs> oh, and, I, li- I and, like that and the sound. Thing, How would they know? 
no one <laughs> no one fucking cares anyway that was like oh my god that's so great <laughs> but the thing is too with with the lip syncing with with tiktok what i've noticed a lot of people just sort of talk like this you can't really tell that they're talking kind of you, you can't tell that they're lip syncing you have to do a drag lip sync you have yes. to move your lips do you know what and I, make it happen i feel like i'm a good lip syncer I wonder if there's a way that we could test if you could help me with lip syncing or like critique my lip syncing. I don't know how we do this, but I, I pride myself in being a good lip syncer. I, I, you know, what's a song I love to, to do is, uh, I lip sync even in my burlesque. Stuff. I want to love you forever by <gasps> Jessica Simpson. That, yes. that part where it's like, her I want to lip sync S and M. Yeah uh because who wouldn't here's the other question so if you're actually just like you just want to do a tiktok but you're you don't know what um how do you search for sounds that you might want to use like do you, is it just literally your for you page that you um between my for you page and there's certain um certain creators that i absolutely fucking adore their sounds like i live for their sounds um so find like sound specific accounts like accounts that yeah okay um like 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 for me like there's movie yeah there's definitely like movie scenes and stuff that i think would be fun but like when i search for that keyword and nothing ever comes up yeah because if it's if it's an original sound Mm. people don't change the name of their sound i don't even know how to change the name of sound so if i created one it would just be under like my name and original sound and and it's hard and it's kind of ridiculous donkulous if you ask and me. if you want to create your own sound do you just have to do that in post like you just do your editing in post and then you just add it yeah there's no way to like so, do it through the app this woman is c just cj on on tiktok she is hilarious and she she will quote um other people so she'll she'll use um suggestions from her audience to for things to say and i've done a few of hers oh i love that one so i love her sound so i will i will search her page for sounds um because she's just glorious and i fucking love her to death and then i'll search drag artists mm, oh that's a good because call. sometimes they have really amazing sounds but it, it like so if there was a movie scene that i wanted to do but i couldn't find it i would just make I would do my yeah you'd oh how would I do that um what I would do is I would probably film it separately kind of like I do my my drag and my drag performances I would film it overlay the sound and then save that clip Mm. and then send it to my phone and then I would just upload that video Mm -hmm. to TikTok Mm mm-hmm because mm-hmm. you can upload because you can upload be... videos and you can upload that and you can like overlay new sounds if you want but you could you could leave it as that sound so if you had a clip from a movie that is kind of obscure that wouldn't normally be on there um just record it yourself find the sound on youtube and I overlay could... it and then like it's a lot more work i could play it on my but speakers. it's less work than trying to find it when there's no search ability the search sucks i could play it on my speakers record myself lip syncing to it um like from listening to my speakers mm-hmm. and then in post um 
like take the actual sound and put it over the video. Yeah, that's what I meant by overlay the sound. Yeah, 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 yeah. overlay and the then, sound onto the video and then and go then from it would there. just be a, a original sound, but then other people could use it. Yep, absolutely. Interesting. What a fucking wild world TikTok is. Here's my question to you. So, are you a, a chronic scroller? Do you? Oh my god, my <laughs> thumb hurts. It's such an addiction, right? It's so. Um, the thing is, it's addictive. not even my thumb because I will like. I'll be on my own for you, Peter. Like, oh, yes, I like you. Yeah. Oh, and all the smiley faces. Yeah. I don't like to put words in my comments. Like when I comment on somebody's stuff, it's usually just a bunch of heart faces. <laughs> because I was like, oh, boosting for algorithm. I don't have anything constructive to say, but I love you. <laughs> <laughs> like sometimes it'll be something that's political that I'm like, okay, a smiley face ain't going to cut it here. Um, right. But like, or if it's, something that you know i just i want to do some uplifting and be like yeah i then then i can find the words right but um i want to start a challenge or a, a trend where um you take old pictures or like not even old it could be any picture of yourself where other people were like you look so hot like your hot pictures but then talk about how insecure you were taking them like mm-hmm. like I, I have so many of those. And I could just be like, yeah, I was sucking in a lot in this one. Or like, like yeah, right after this one was taken, I went and cried. Like, I, I kind of want to... The truth that, behind the picture. The truth behind the picture trend. Like... I would be a mess. <laughs> you see this glorious being? And I'm a fucking mess. I'm a fucking Are you... Mess. Do you consider yourself confident? No. In terms of... um, No? No. Really? It's wild. It's a mask. Hmm. I'm a different person. <laughs> so the person you see, that like this this Tashina, she is confident. Sunny is kind of awkward. Mm-hmm. The real person just as happy sitting over there in a corner listening to all this. Is there a way to... I'm a Gemini. I have multiple personalities. Oh, my gosh. I'm... Oh, shit. I love Geminis, though. Some of my favorite people are Geminis. It's okay. I love Pisces, too. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I think Geminis get bad reps. Um, But, like, my best friend who died, like, he was a Gemini. Frankie. Shout out to Frankie. Gemini oh. Frankie. Um, But um, is there a way, or do you think that there is a way... For you to translate the confidence you get when you're in performance mode to your everyday default life. I imagine that there is. And I actually like to think of it as Tish is peeking out more. I think Tish is becoming more and more my real self. Oh, there you go. So I'm almost adopting her personality more. Mm. Than just being the quiet, don't fight back. What's the difference? What is the difference between Tish and the real you? Tish is loud. <laughs> Tish is sexy. <laughs> and Tish doesn't give a flying fuck. <laughs> Number one, I I think that you could be all of those things. If, if My real tapped, self very much gives all the fucks. If you tapped in. Oh, does it? Yeah. Ugh. I'm probably gonna go home take off the makeup and be like oh my god i sounded like an idiot no way but that's like right now i don't care mm-hmm. it's crazy what art and and the, the 
the mask of makeup and I want this to be me the all armor. the time. It's armor. Yeah. I want this to be me all the time. Man, I, I, I feel, I mean, I feel that very hard, very much so like in a, a tone, tone down from how you experience it, but even just being someone who wears makeup all the time and, and, uh, um, I really struggle with feeling at all pretty or confident without it. Uh, and I, I'm just like, I'd like to get to a point where it doesn't matter, you know, like I do because I've. I'm similar in that way. Like on a normal day, I don't wear makeup and that's where that subdued don't yes. fight back. No, there, if there's a fight or flight, this bitch is going to freeze yeah. kind of thing. But when it's Tish, there's, there's none of that. Like there's so much power in, in makeup and it it's beautiful in that way. But Man, like if an apocalypse happens and I don't have eyeliner, I need to be, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I got to See, make it work. Yeah. And like, so like that's my thing with being high maintenance. Like I, I actually embrace being high maintenance. <laughs> but um, I do want to bridge the gap a bit more, I think, at this point in my life between like that no makeup on sweatpants version of me that very few people see. Very few. Like I would say only like serious boyfriends would see that mm. and very close friends that's a that's one of those uh you've seen me at my worst and you still love me oh cool yeah exactly exactly but, but it's I'll, it's getting that letting that guard down but it's also like if you're someone who's a glamazon like i consider you a glamazon Aww. i consider myself a glamazon um when people see you without out it it's shocking to them it's kind of like seeing a, a man um a man's face when he shaves it's like <gasps> It's, it's you're just, not you and it's not good or bad it's just different and but people don't know how to take that and like um i i just think i look so much younger without makeup but not in a good way like in a bad way in a way that's i like, have no eyebrows yeah exactly <laughs> like, in a way that's like, like you see this definition yeah i don't have that because my my hairs are so blonde it looks like i have like i might as well shave them right I don't feel like myself until I put at least a little bit of foundation on it and like fill in my brow and throw some. I think at the very least it would be a little bit of like either BB cream or tinted moisturizer or whatever. Fill in the brow a bit, throw mascara on. I would feel okay then. I don't even do that on but a regular day. I need those day. three. I need those three. <laughs> yeah, I don't even do that on a like on a regular day. I wear. I, I don't wear anything. And you go out in public too. And I go out in public, but I am that subdued. I don't look people in the eye. It's very, like, unless I know you, I don't really acknowledge. Yeah, it's... See, I hate going out in public. And see, if I went out like this, I'd be looking everybody in the eye to make sure that they saw my shit. That's insane, just how much different you are with it. Like, yeah, I really should talk to a shrink. I mean, not... I mean, <laughs> literally, like, it really... I I probably I legitimately do thing. need therapy I in don't some think way. it's a bad thing. As long as, like, as long as I at least as recognize long as you're comfortable that? with the se- the separation between the two. If you can find the good things in that person that you say is subdued and not as loud, and like, there's probably a lot of good things about that person. Yeah, she's pretty chill. You know, so focus on the good. <laughs> I think of that version of you, and learn to love that version of you. I feel like me. I should be paying you. 
I love this. I love, <laughs> I love therapy shit because I, that's the thing. I don't have a therapist. So I've been forced to be my own therapist. I listen to a lot of psychology podcasts too, which very much so help. Like I'm, I'm really big into attachment theory right now. I'm obsessed with that, which is like how you attach to people. Um, oh, cool. And like, there's different styles. Like I'm an anxious attachment. Oh. So I'm a needy bitch. If, yeah like if i like someone and then they don't respond to a text that's spiral town and that's scary because it's like but what if they're sleeping yeah exactly (laughs) but like i'm trying to get that through my kid's head because they will text me and not even a minute later so i haven't even actually received the text yet they're calling me (laughs) and i'm like okay if it's a panic situation i get that because you're my kid i want you to be safe however (laughs) I need time to actually read what you said. Yeah, me. yeah, that's right. <laughs> like, I don't take my phone to the toilet. Yeah. What if I was peeing? Are you addicted to your phone? <laughs> Probably. I try not to be, but I'm on it all the time. Mm-hmm. Such a, it's, yeah. The addiction to social media is so real. Yeah. And it's, if we're not careful, it's going to turn into a crutch. I think for some people it already has. Probably. Yeah. Probably. I I get um I made a joke on Facebook being like, I'd go to sleep, but I have to check in on people I follow on TikTok because I follow so many people who talk openly. Yeah, about- I commented on that. <laughs> You're yes, like, bitch, if you need a laugh. <laughs> um, because I feel like there's I so much good that comes out of an app like TikTok in terms of connection and making you feel not alone and finding people who are similar to you. And, um, you know, like it's, it's just, it's such a great app, but I worry sometimes about people where it's like, I'm hoping that you're still developing relationships like outside of a a phone screen, like in person, um, relationships because, oh boy, like what if the internet crashes tomorrow? What if TikTok disappears tomorrow? What, I'll be like, it's okay. I've got all my stuff saved and I watch it over and over again anyway. Yeah. And and I often (laughs) wonder if it's, if it's real connection or what it is like, like with these followers, what they have with their fans. And I worry about, I, I get, I get pangs of empathy sometimes for, cause I do feel like, I do feel like the more lonely you are, the more you rely on the internet for connection. Yeah. And that's a hard pill to swallow. But I, I will tell you right now, I think if I had more friendships, more active, good friendships in my life, I'd probably be posting far less on social media. I feel like that was a read because I post so much. <gasps> no, but like you I'm kidding, have, I'm kidding. You have a family. I do. So like someone like me, I don't have that. I'm still building that. So it's one you got thing, me, babe. It's one thing if you have like you have your people, and they're in the, under the same roof as you. Yeah, you it, it does. It does make a difference. It makes a huge difference. But I. But also too, there's no fucking shame in posting because oh, no. I I do it. But I do also think that like we have a problem right now with being present. Like, yes. And and everything's posted and everything's recorded and everything's content and even even the podcast right now like I'm present in the fact that I'm talking to you and we're having this conversation but it's being recorded. You know, big so brothers like, watching. It's like our, people are watching, people are listening. <laughs> so it's just kind of it's kind of wild. I don't know. I I should just go on a silent retreat in the woods. <laughs> 
not right now. Please wait until June or July. Better yet, August, yeah. there's less bugs. Yeah, no, winter, winter can't be, would not be. We got to talk about fucking kink and sex and stuff. We haven't even gotten there yet. That there's so really, much. That was a weird transition into this, but we're at the end of the episode, and now is the time to get into the dirty stuff, because now... Now people have been drinking with us. The true troopers will hear the juice. So before we recorded, I I think I was talking about sex with you or something. And and you mentioned kink. And then I said, are you kinky? And your eyes widened. (laughs) I am an open book. Yes, I am kinky. I, I classify myself as a gender fluid, pansexual, kinky slut. And I am still not sleeping with you. I'm a boring, straight sub who wants to sleep with you. Okay, wait. <laughs> we have to cancel out the boring because as soon as you slapped sub in there, I got less boring. You got a lot less boring. <laughs> That's true. She, I have something she's, at least. She's vanilla with some sprinkles, baby. With some spice. <laughs> TikTok. Ooh, ooh. With yeah. Some, with some spice. Throw some chili powder on that. Um, <laughs> what? Okay, so first question. What's the difference between a kink and a fetish? That is an excellent question and I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I'm like, Google that shit. I don't know. Um, I often wonder that. I feel... In my opinion, let's classify this, uh, a fetish feels more like, for me, a look, whereas a kink is an act. Mm. But that's for me. Like, I know there are people with foot fetishes. I am not personally one of them. Not a big fan of feet. Not opposed to them. I just, you know, whatever. But is it? Yeah. It, but, but they like the they look like of- the look of feet. Obviously, they they have a kink if they like to do things with said feet. As soon as they take it to, I like to get... Yeah, but that again, that's my opinion. Please look it up, because I honestly don't know for sure the difference. This is just us talking of our asses. Yeah. 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 Do your own research. Please do. That's that's interesting. And before um, you engage, research. What uh what was like your sexual like awakening where you were like, Oh, I just discovered something that I really like really into? Did you have a moment or an experience? Not specifically. Um I I always remember like I, I was like I, I did like girl guides and, and that shit when I was a a kid and whatever, and I always liked the feeling of rope. It was not inherently sexual. I was a kid. I just liked how it felt. Yeah. Um, since then, Mama grew up. Still likes the feel of rope. She loves the feel of <laughs> rope. But now I know the difference between a lot of different kinds of rope. Mm. Like um, the, the feeling difference between coconut rope, which hurts like fuck, and something like a Japanese silk. I didn't even know these types of rope existed. <laughs> Surprise! There are so many different kinds. So a natural fiber rope versus a synthetic rope. Um, 
the kind of marks that they leave if you've been tied with them for a little while and how that feels when it's finished. I brought this and it's up just because I want my sex drive back and it's already working. You're um. welcome. Um, <laughs> excuse me, where's the towel? Because <laughs> I I've never been tied up. Something I really really want to have happen. Um, like when I say sub, I mean like basic bitch sub you know what i mean like i haven't done any of the bells and whistles but that's something i've always been fascinated by is is the rope play rope is just one of many yeah so many oh Oh my god there's so many (laughs) um but yeah like i'm i'm a switch oh yeah so i i will do top stuff i will do bottom stuff those are the funnest people you're versatile gemini there you go (laughs) duality contrast Uh uh-huh so um so that's just one of them. Like, so I will tie people. Um, I have, I love being tied. Mm. Um, not necessarily in restrictive. Yeah. Type. Yeah. Yeah. But like chest harnesses, cause they give they oh, a little bit of compression and you can use it as a handle and it's all good to fun. Ah, reminiscing. Anywho. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good times. Um, but, and that's just, that's just one of so many and right and like there's just so are you big time sexual person yes yeah yes i am yeah because you said um you said something before we hit record you said kink isn't necessarily it isn't inherently sexual okay expand on that what do you mean so for instance you can have what in, in kink we call a scene um for instance a rope scene so you can get, you know, tied up. You can ha- be fully clothed while you're tied up. Um, it does not even have to be sensual. Mm. Um, People do like rope shoots all the time, right? Like, oh, yeah. Like the rope photo the shoots. The shibari. The, yeah. Which is fucking love, gorgeous, by the I way. I would love to do a rope shoot at some point. Um, actually, some of my photos on Facebook are self-ties that I've done with mm. rainbow rope. It's beautiful. Ooh. It's so beautiful the rope is so gorgeous um but like so it's it's more about sensation yeah than getting your rocks off sometimes yeah like it's not inherently sexual it can be incredibly sexual but if you're working with someone else that's one of the things that you need to talk about before you engage in said scene so it's not not usually something that's just jumped into without any talk because they're with kink and and that there's so much safety involved yeah um it's you know ssc safe sane and consensual if it's not consensual it's not safe right um there are things obviously that are like consensual non-consensual like but that's again it's it's there's so many nuances so many nuances Just hit on mine <laughs> consensual non-consensual one of Love my that. one of my favorite Fantasies. scenes to play around with in my head is consensual non-consensual relocation okay what do you mean relocation consensual kidnapping <gasps> oh boy because i have one there are, there is so much legwork that goes into planning something oh like that God, to imagine. make sure that all people involved are comfortable with what's happening and are aware of what's happening because how do you do that in a way how do you yeah how do you pre-plan that do you sit down and go okay at some point we're gonna do this 
let's cover all our grounds now and figure out how because I actually have it's a lot of legwork it's something I play like I've been into kink for a very long time in my opinion um I have never done this thing because there are too many what ifs that I am not prepared to deal with the consequences with and that is where it's safe sane and consensual if I don't feel like we've covered everything I can't do it right because there are too many what ifs there's a lot of what ifs with kink anyway some of them I'm prepared to deal with some of them I am not and And I am okay with that (laughs) and if I'm not comfortable with something you have to be able to say so yeah and you have to be able to break those characters and like as soon as you're uncomfortable or as soon as something's because because the um the kidnapping thing is interesting because I've had experiences with people and and I'm kind of into rape fantasies a bit I know it's, that's it's, consensual non-consent it's, it's yeah. hard for me to say it out loud because it's just a touchy subject but just because you have a rape fantasy doesn't mean you want to be raped exactly i had an interesting experience though where it was the other way around and the guy wanted me to like rape him and that was weird to navigate because i was just like oh what (laughs) yeah and that's that's one of those things things on its head and that's another thing it's like both parties or all parties involved because sometimes it's groups right but um all parties need to consent they need to be comfortable with what's going on and if they're not then it just doesn't happen and then how do you know in the moment if they're saying no because it's per the act and fantasy or that's where safe words come into hand in into play what's a good uh like what's a good safe word (laughs) Like, like the, the standard like, what's the standard Pineapple? standard actually it's the light system it's Red? a light sense sense uh, system so depending on what you negotiate red would be a full stop oh okay um full stop check in make sure everybody's okay get out of whatever is going on whether it's bondage or whatever like full stop immediate go into aftercare um, so whatever somebody's aftercare would be, Thank you. whatever, whatever somebody's aftercare would be, would be fuzzy blankets, water, chocolate, whatever, whatever it is for, for that person. So red would be a full stop. Yellow would be just hold up, slow down, check in with me because we need to change something, but we can, con- we might be able to continue. Right. So if it's a yellow with say a rope scene, cause just, we've been talking about rope anyway, maybe there's a knot that's hitting somewhere that's no good. Um, right. Or maybe you just need to change positions and everything's fine. Um, so a yellow is a hold up, check in. We need to fix something. I don't know. I might not know what it is, but we need to check on something. And then, and then green, if somebody wouldn't necessarily say green, cause... you wouldn't have to unless <laughs> green, green, green. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> um, unless like you're into the mask or something. I don't know. <laughs> but like if somebody wanted to check in with you to make sure that everything was good if because it applies to both tops and bottom like anybody can can call any of the things at any time and and all are perfectly okay so if they wanted to check in and make sure for instance that you're still verbal oh i'm verbal 
Some people, <laughs> some people go quiet. Like when they reach yeah. a point, when they reach a certain point, they might not be able to speak. They might not be able to verbalize the words that were negotiated. That's true. So if they can't verbalize, maybe you negotiated that if I go nonverbal, we bring things to a slow stop so that I can regain. Yeah. Or maybe that's a good thing. Maybe instead you have a set of keys in your hand and if you drop those keys, it's a red. There's so many different things that you can do. But yeah. the standard is the... the cr- that's such a is good the light suggestion. System. That's a really good suggestion. So if you have a really hard time thinking of what would a good safe word be, so something that you wouldn't usually say during sex or a scene or something like that, like snuffleupagus. <laughs> but if you're almost nonverbal or something happens, how are you going to get out a three-syllable word? <laughs> That's so funny. What's this DM? I don't know. Um, it was long. I'm not a light worker. What's a light worker? I don't know. Anyway, yeah. Um, We're talking about lights. I don't know. <laughs> no, that's like, that is like such a, but how do you pre-talk with these things? Or like, I mean, you should be pre, do you talk about these things like as foreplay or is it a conversation? That oh, happens? it can certainly act like foreplay. And that's, I think 100% that's a can act like foreplay. For me, like, like, like make it a part of your like dirty talk with each other. Like when this happens, like, you know Absolutely. what I mean? And in fact, I know people that <laughs> negotiating is their scene. Oh my God. They're negotiating something that they know will never, ever happen. And it takes years for them to negotiate this thing. But that is their thing. And I just sit back and have some popcorn and watch the fireworks because it's hilarious. I'm sitting too close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like, wow. de- depending on what you're you're going for, like if it's if it's something like light bondage, you know, the silks on the on the bed, just something to get into it. That's a good like starting point yeah so like hey when, and when you you do a check-in afterward like hey when i tied you to the bed and did this thing to you was that okay was not necessarily an okay how did it make you feel like not a because yes if or- you have to ask was that okay <laughs> that you didn't that? have consent <laughs> to do there the thing go. and you're opening a door to be like no that wasn't okay i never want to see you again <laughs> there you go like I'm working on a joke <laughs> right now about con- like, and it's kind of a touchy subject because it's like about consent. But like, I wanted to be based around the fact that like I had this five sim back last year at a sex party with, so I hooked up with two couples, and obviously this was like at a organized sex party, so it was very, it was one of the most consensual experiences of my life. Actually, like I felt very safe there. That's awesome. But part of the funny part of the experience was like because there were so many people and so many genitals <laughs> there was a lot of questions <laughs> that's and valid at one point i go just, just went is everyone okay to be touched and everyone was like yeah <laughs> you know what that is enthusiastic consent and you're good <laughs> but i was just kind of like i feel like there's a lot of talking and i feel like we all just want to touch things and rub things and like let's do it <laughs> And, and if it and goes that's, further than that, then it's another question. But like, can we clear it off and say we're all down right now? But the thing is, too, just before something happens, would you not find it an incredibly sexy 
if someone that you were attracted to in any way, shape, or form came up to you and say, can I nibble on your ear? Stop it. Stop! <laughs> can I bite your neck? Oh, God. Probably at this we're, point. We're going to go I... with the number system. I'm going to start at a one. <laughs> and I want you to say yellow when you reach a five. Oh my god! Yeah, no, it would be, it would be really <laughs> like really how hot. hot would that be, yeah, right? It would and then be if you're hot. not comfortable, you'd be like, "I'd really rather you didn't." <laughs> but you could. But bring can it, I bite you? Yeah, you you could bring it back to. I'd rather you didn't. But this is what I would like. Like that's, that's a way. That's a negotiation that's a right there, and like keep it going. How hot is that? Like that is that is really hot. Like, I mean, I mean, just whispering in the ear is just almost like a guarantee. Like you could probably say anything. You probably just be like. uh can you do the dishes? <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, bitch, get in there, don't be yourself. <laughs> like, like honestly, it's just whispering and, and stuff like that, really. Oh, oh I miss sex. <laughs> I miss it. I hope I get to experience it again soon. <laughs> I'm like, it's just, it's just, ah, uh, ah, uh, fucking pandemic life is just brutal for the single people. Like, I have nothing to say. Yeah. That's good though. You got you got so okay, and so you're also polyamorous. So yes. do you have different kinks and different things you do with different people? I would if I had more partners, but mm-hmm. my partner does several of the kinks that I like, so That's we're amazing. okay there. That's good. Um he does have uh, a girlfriend as well, which is awesome for me. That means this bitch gets to watch a horror movie every once in a while because he's <laughs> off getting his rocks off and we're good. That's a great joke. Because <laughs> couples always watch it together all the time. I, like, I will not watch a you, horror movie with my partner because he's an asshole when it comes to horror movies. He oh. will jump out the split second before the thing does and... Oh, that sucks. It ruins it. That's so funny. That I you're love like, him to you're death. Like, I love that he has a girlfriend, so he's off my hands for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. Um, and really, the best part of that is I really like her. Oh, like she's good. a really great friend. Oh, so, like, that's awesome. She'll come over and we'll we'll all just like play board games or you know just hang out. Like, and it's really great to be able to do that and and have her as a friend. That's fabulous. The fact that she fucks my husband is kind of besides the point. Like, whatever. Do you, do you do you ask questions about what he does? Like, no. Okay, cool. Because I'm not I'm not worried about it. Um, right. He knows my boundaries, mm. and um, if things change in whatever way that we we had already previously negotiated, um, to be safe wise, that that he make me aware. That when it happens right or if it happens so that i can assess my own safety right um so we're That's pretty amazing. much golden it sounds like you have like a good grasp on it like sometimes i wonder about polyamory and like how hard it's it is. not for everyone it certainly is not it is not for everyone it is not a free pass to cheat yeah thank you for saying that that's but- communication is everything so what would cheating be in your situation um well that's that's a great question because we're we're usually together yeah so if we went out to say a kink party or whatever and like we would see each other talking to other people and be like hey i'm gonna go play with so-and-so and be like okay have fun you know the rules like whatever and it's not a big deal for us um 
but everybody has their own set their own of system guidelines. I'm, guidelines. I'm not. I'm hesitant to call them rules because rules are meant to be broken, yeah, and yeah, that's yeah. just scary in itself. Yeah. So it's more like um, the these are the guidelines that I'm I go with because this is what I'm comfortable with. Right. Anything outside of that, we need to discuss before. Yeah. Things can go further. Just for everyone's safety both mentally and physically yeah interesting you said kink parties and now i'm like i wonder if you're familiar with the one that i went to (laughs) probably not are yours like more private because kink and sex parties are a little different Mm. true so some are like swingers parties yeah yeah some are not like, I wonder when those. There's things... so there's so many different Do you think those things, things that are happen. happening now. Um, Co- they are with, co- with the COVIDs, not with the established places. No, <laughs> they are not with the established. Which is places. sad for me because if they were, but at the same time they're also better... not safe right mm-hmm. now with COVID. No, times. they're not. So it's oh like... yeah. I I guess I I guess I meant to say I wish they would be back and I wish COVID would be gone because amen. I could just go there. We're going to ding that because, and, yes. <laughs> and if you go in there, especially as like a lone female, you have your pick of the litter. You truly do in terms of like. However, you, you also need to be careful of unicorn hunters. Oh, I know all about that. Mm, I bet you do. I know all about. The- You're well, a single woman. Well, see. Oh, and see, that's see, that's the thing. That's interesting that you said that because when I went to this uh, sex party, I was told that I was a unicorn and uh I definitely felt all eyes on me. You felt coveted. All eyes on, but it was hot. I sounded hot. I See, said, if that works for you, that's actually, awesome. It actually was very empowering in a really weird way. Like, to be like, I'm stepping into this environment where now I'm not, you know, I'm not podcast Sarah. I'm not the Sarah you know from comedy. I'm not, like, I'm a different, I'm a stranger. Like, these people don't know me. And they're like seeing And a me. very sexual and, being at that point. And it's point. very much so like you go in there and you know what's fucking going down. And like... No qualms. You know what's what's happening. Yep. And you have the power to just... And it's like no... And then you can like go to work the next day. Like it's yep. just... It's, it's, it's really cool. I highly recommend anyone when the pandemic stops. <laughs> the thing is too though... To look into something like that. The thing is too though um, with unicorn hunters... And and being a unicorn, it's not always necessarily that one-time thing. So when I say unicorn hunters, I'm talking about the straight male with the bisexual female that's looking for a bisexual female to join them. That is it. That is what they are looking for, but they want a thruple. They want a three-way relationship with this other woman who might not necessarily be into that. Yeah. And they're projecting that onto that person. And that's not fair. No. And that's not fair at all. Like it's one power thing dynamics if, it's, too. if it's it's one thing if all people are consent- consenting and they know exactly what they're getting into and the couples and, and who things. are like looking for a third on Tinder, like those Yeah. You get a lot of those tinder profiles looking for a third yeah a lot um and it's it's everywhere it's kind of rampant um and 
I hate to say it, but we were that at one point. Looking for we a third. We weren't we were looking for a third, but not necessarily it, it was for like one time things kind of deal. Okay, because yeah, I was yeah. experimenting with my bisexuality at the time. Now I classify myself as pansexual. I fall for the person and I play with the bits they come with. Right. Um but um it's it's different now because I'm like, okay, if you have a relationship with that woman, I don't have to have a relationship with her. She doesn't have to be bi. I don't have to fuck her. She doesn't have to want to fuck me. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Right. Or I can have a partner of any gender and they don't have to be interested in my other partner. That's right. And yeah. there's there's no pressure there. Like, they don't even have to like each other if they don't want. Like, pfft. Yeah. Makes things a little bit more difficult. Don't get me wrong. But there's no, this is how things have to be. Yeah, it's strange to navigate that. There's so many things. There's a lot of things. I've <laughs> There's never, so many things. It's strange. I always wanted to do the threesome thing. But for me, it was, as a single lady, I was always like, I think the ideal threesome would be literally just three individuals, not necessarily coupled, but... Uh, just three random bodies but, getting in the heat of shit. But I... Uh, no, just kidding. I, <laughs> getting in the Safety heat of first, shit. people. Um, <laughs> I heard someone talk about it on a podcast, actually, about, about the weird um sense of comfort that you might get from being a third to a couple because you know your place it's very defined there's no confusion and that to me is appealing like if if it was just like at the start of it yeah that would be but the thing is feelings grow but what if, and it doesn't always no, what if they were strangers visiting or something like what if it was like a very special situation where like, well, then that's a very special situation, and each situation <laughs> is different. I'm good for you. I'm, I'm stating from my own experiences. Yeah. So for me, yeah, yeah, it's these things, right, right. So it's the it's so who do you? It's people developing feelings, and then it not being consistent all the way around. Is that kind of the thing? People are inconsistent to begin with. So there you go. Yes, they are. Things change. And you have to navigate that. And that's where, like, with polyamory, communication is everything. Um, like, there gets to be a point where, hey, I'm I'm having more feelings for this person than I ever anticipated. And this is you talking to one of your other partners, if, if that was the case. And sort of hashing it out with them. Not, like, fisticuffs, but, like... Yeah. Be like, hey, I'm not sure where this is going and, um, help? Yeah. You mentioned uh, anchor partner, mm-hmm. which I, I've never heard that term before, and that's an interesting term. So, like, would that be considered, like, your primary partner? In a manner of speaking. Like, I don't really like the hierarchy yeah, that's, thing. Like, I started off weird. very much as, like, hierarchy. Like, I've been with this person for this long, so they are my primary partner. They come first all the time. Um, I'm, I came across the term anchor partner uh, a few years ago and I was like I really like that I like how it sounds it's like your your that's um, your like home base home base yes that's a it's great your home way base. to say it um your like, everyday person yeah like my partner and I my anchor partner and I have a house we have a kid we have been together for 16 years this summer mm. it's wild 
Um, <laughs> sorry, I just your, brain, like, your brain just short circuited. You're like, holy shit. Totally did. There's a good few wires crossed there. <laughs> but like, he's very much my anchor yes. partner. Yeah. So like, because I know he's, he's there. And you're also married, right? Yep. Yeah. So yeah, there's kind of like a legal thing too. Yeah. In the, in the eyes of the government. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, do you ever get jealous? Absolutely. Jealousy is normal. How do you manage that? I talk about it. Mm. With, with, with him. Yeah. Like if I'm having, if I'm having an issue, um, like with, say with a previous partner, um, we had, um, I was having real issues with, with jealousy and, um, I later learned what, where that jealousy was coming from and, um, and was able to work through that. But jealousy is a, it, it's a normal thing, but it is not a classifier of love. So just because you're jealous of someone or jealous of a situation does not mean that you love them any less or that you love them more because you're jealous. And that's just, it feels so possessive. Right. Which it is. Jealousy is a possessive thing. Um, but being able to talk about it with the person is so much nicer to be able to do. If you're not comfortable talking with the person about your feelings, mm, be one. like, hey, yeah. I'm feeling this way. I don't like it. I'm not sure where it's coming from. I need some reassurance from you or I might need some time to sort this out for myself. Can you and and maybe work out what needs to happen to help work through that for whatever reason it's is happening because situations are always so different and it's nothing's cut in stone um but being able to talk about having those feelings is kind of huge because you can't yeah. work through it if you well, can't and because, vocalize and if you're not, it you if, can't and you're just, re, you're just or figure it out for yourself even repressing and then it becomes things are coming out in terms of like resentment and it's it'll just make things worse if you don't talk about it and who better to talk about it with than the person you're involved with like exactly you and know? if you feel like you can't that's about that sign. might it might be a red flag yeah 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 maybe not necessarily for that person but maybe for you yeah as a person like hey why am i feeling this way like there's no reason for me to feel this way but i feel this way and my feelings are valid right so why huh why is this happening? What can I do to work through what's going on in my brain? Don't you wish therapy was free? Oh my God, so much. <laughs> I think I might splurge and treat myself and do- <laughs> to a therapy session. <laughs> Honestly, this who needs a massage. I just need to talk somebody on a couch and cry. That would be fabulous. A combination of both those things. A therapist that's also rubbing your back as they ther- therapize. Therapize? Therapy eyes? Therapize? <laughs> I don't even know where to go with that yeah, one. I don't even like, know where to go. Um, okay. But I, I was thinking, I'm like, I either want a massage or a therapy appointment. I'm like, ah, the first therapy appointment, you don't usually get a lot out of it. Um, but if you're completely relaxed, you might let go of some more. So maybe I do massage first. Yeah, maybe. I, I could really go for a massage. Um, I just adore you, by the way. Like, Aww. you have such a colorful life. I'm like... No, that's just my eyeshadow, bitch. 
<laughs> you are colorful. Even the subdued version of you is colorful because you're colorful on the inside and that's what fucking matters. Um, yeah, I, I think you're amazing. And uh, we're going to wrap up the episode, but I have two more questions before we wrap. Um, I ask these to everybody, which is something you love about yourself and something you don't like about yourself that you're working on. Ooh, juicy. We're all about self-improvement. That's true. Something I love about myself. But also about self-love because that's important. And don't say something superficial like my my eyeshadow is flawless. Like don't something I was going to say my boobs. Shut up. <laughs> say something deeper. Deeper than Love that. my boobs. <laughs> well, it's deeper than my great. boobs. Okay, how rips. Big <laughs> how big? How big? Uh 38D. Amazing. Yeah. Knock us. Anyway. Great. Yeah. So is it just the boobs that you get? You need no. more. No. Um, There's so much something I love about I, you. This might sound superficial, but I I love that I can support other people. Mm. I am in a place. That's a great one. I'm in a place where I am doing okay. Like I'm doing all right financially. Um, I, I like when I do shows, I don't need it. I don't need it for the money. Um, so I get as many people as I can that might not be in as good a place. Yeah. And I make sure they get paid. Right. It might not be a lot because, you know, with COVID times and, and, and things, it might just be, you know, by donation, but Which, it's by going, the way, it's going to other people. Donate. Absolutely. If you're consuming a drag show, fucking donate. Drag isn't cheap. It's because I think there's and I, same thing with comedy shows. People in these industries are humble as fuck and they just love doing what they do. And I think that sometimes it's very hard for you to say it's 20 bucks or it's 30 bucks. Like it's hard for us to put a price tag on something and stick to it. So we say buy donation. But really you're consuming something that took so much work and if there's a donation link and you don't donate and you watch the whole show, like what the heck? Like just the least just donate. The very least you can do as a consumer of drag, comedy, what have you, is share the yeah. fuck yep. out of it. Yeah, if, if you, you can't money, donate, yeah, that's we true. don't care. But you might know somebody that can. Yeah, share it. Spread so the share the link, make sure lots of people are watching, and then more people can yeah. donate they can tip the performers they can they yeah. can do that and we can make sure that people get paid especially in these hard times my god that's so true yeah speaking that's a very of good which march or january 30th there's going to be an impromptu drag show i'm doing it on zoom i'm going to be posting the facebook link at some point i have to create it first um- <laughs> so actually when this comes out it'll, it'll be because i actually have next week's episode so it's actually this episode will come out the day before that's fine so, so tomorrow tomorrow bitches. it's on facebook check it out it is called covid showcase with Tishina latush on facebook i gotta make note of that because i gotta put that in <laughs> so, covid showcase with Tishina latush and we've got at least half of the performers are bipoc um yes. and Great. they we need their voices heard and they are all fabulous performers so i beg you beg you beg you come watch the show enjoy and share the hell out of it so that we can get these fabulous people paid absolutely dang dang so there's that um one thing that i am working on 
everything. I am working on everything. I am working on my mental health um, through drag and through burlesque. And I am just going to keep giving her. Right. Wow. Just keep giving her. We're just doing, we're doing okay. We're doing okay. And during COVID times, okay is fucking fantastic. That's right. That's right. Um, Where can people follow you? Well, they can follow me on TikTok because I love it. But, you know, yes, random shit. Oh, my God. Please follow her on TikTok. (laughs) So um, my link on TikTok is Tashina Latush underscore sunny day and i'm sure i will provide the links to oh, sarah you here get, you get um, you getting them betches um i'm also on um facebook tashina latush and on instagram tashina latush underscore sunny day um most of my stuff on my instagram is actually just reloads from tiktok so there you go you get <laughs> to cross pollinate that's just how it is I can't be bothered to do two different things. It's one and the same. That's it. Oh, and I have a YouTube. <laughs> YouTube. Do you have YouTube? So all um, the performances that I've done online so far, except for maybe two, are on my YouTube channel. No way. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's amazing. So yeah, so you'll be able to see at your leisure, Krampus Darling, my parody of Santa Baby. It's a little kinky and a little slutty, and I love it. Loves it. That's how we roll. That's how you roll. Oh, man. Well, I adore you. And thank you so much for coming on. This was a wild ride of a conversation. Thanks for having me. Thank you for feeding me wine. It was delicious. Anytime. And we got to do, we'll do, definitely do an Instagram live at some point. Fuck yes. Yeah. Just let me know when you want to be in the bathtub and I will be there. I love Well, not in your bathtub without your consent. But anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Consent is key. Consent is so key. Well, you already did it, but I'm going to make you do it again. I'm okay Uh, with this. I like dinging things. Tashina, you can ring the bell. Salty. So salty. <laughs> <laughs> All right.